Work Diva. We are back, back, back again with another podcast episode. Today has been the craziest day for the internet, and not just because a certain announcement came out, but also because uh, the whole world is a sham and life is um, just a joke. Uh, but I have one of my favorite, 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 favorite people, the love of my life, uh, Miss Denim Pussies here. Hi. I'm so glad my podcast is like x-rated like it's like explicit so i can say things like denim pussy and like it's not gonna get taken down you know yeah i'm so scared about that because i'm like anytime i'm in like a professional setting or something like i don't think i could have my name on tv what would you rebrand to probably just denim denim vagina yeah well i don't think i could do that either (laughs) wait what does pythia call you cloth vagina no uh we just come up <laughs> no. with like so many different like alterations of it like jegging pussy or like <laughs> corduroy cunt <laughs> like <laughs> no it's it's corduroy cunt for me oh <laughs> my god i love that it's, it's almost like when whenever we're like out and whenever ugly gets a gig like ever like every time ugly gets a new gig it's always like i don't think i can call her ugly and I always go, why? I do all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Just fucking do it. Like, call the bitch ugly. Call her what she is. <laughs> I fucking scream it. I love names like that. Like, just like, weird, 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 weird. Yeah. Um, Where did you get your name from, speaking of names? It's so weird. I literally don't remember where my name came from. Like, people ask me all the time, and I'm so mad at the fact that I don't remember. And it's such a random name that I'm like, how do I not know? But I It has to have an origin story, yeah. It does, but like I don't know. It's something to do with the fact that I just wanted to be like white trash, like trailer trash vibes. And I was wearing a lot of denim at the time. So I'm sure it just like came from that somehow. (laughs) It just had to develop. Wait, what if we made up an origin story for your name right now? Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Wow. Putting me on the spot. Putting myself on the spot. <laughs> um, okay. I feel like it was like you grew up in PI um, and then you like all of a sudden like you traveled to Berlin um, and you were like in Berlin and like you just like kept seeing these like cut off denim shorts and you were just like why is this doll wearing like all these like cut up denim shorts? And you were just, the story's boring. Um, you just saw it. And then all this, I don't know. Um, it's so funny because, like, I didn't have a name the first time I performed. But I wore, like, a really tight, like, denim thong. So I have a feeling it has something to do with that. Or what if someone, like, maybe at the show was like, look at your denim pussy. T. And you were like, like, how do I not remember work. this? I don't know. <laughs> the way that, like, your name being Denim Pussy is, like, so unimportant in your life is kind of iconic. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, that's my name. What about it? But, like, <laughs> honestly, it's an iconic name. Like. I mean, let's be real. Not to toot like, my own horn, but. <laughs> you are an icon. Thank you so much. <laughs> do people overuse the word icon now? Kind of. But I still. I kind of love it. Yeah, like, like it's not gonna stop me. I do people overuse the word legend? 
I don't hear that as much. See, I feel like that's the difference. I feel like legend's the new icon. Yeah, maybe. Like, if I call you a legend, like, you're a legend. But, like, if I call you an icon, you just did something that's, like, really cool and I like it. Yeah. Very that energy. Yeah. I feel like a lot of, like, queens who have been in the scene a while, like, always go, like, oh, everyone overuses the word icon. And I'm, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm, like, every four se- seconds. Oh, my God, iconic. So iconic. Love it. Me. One icon. Oh, icon. And I'm, like, Our hmm. rotted brains. Like, all I know is, it's... like, being a Twitter gay and, like, using <sighs> sad Twitter language. And it's so cringy. But I also am, like, so here for it. I only got Twitter um, this year. Like, I think it was in, like, May. What? Or June. And I remember Ugly kept being like, you have to get it. Honestly, there's also a theme on this podcast where I tell a story about Ugly every single episode. And honestly, kind of here for it. Um, <laughs> what if I never have Ugly on the podcast, but I always just talk about her every episode? You should, <laughs> as you should. <laughs> like, she'll never be a guest, but she'll, like, always be there. Yes. Um, I, like, her was, living was... rent-free in your mind. Her living rent-free in my mind. She also was, like... Um, Ugly's, like, such a... I think I said this before, but Ugly's such a big reason why I'm, like, I do the drag that I do, or, like, I've gotten good at makeup, or, like, I've, like, experimented so much with my looks, because, like, I'm, like... She was, like, my first friend ever in drag, and she, like, literally DJ'd my, like, third show, or or my second show in drag. Oh, I love her so much. And we just, like... She DJ'd my second show in drag, and we went to an after-party together that night. Oh, my God. And then we, like, ever since then, best friends. Aww, that's so cool. Oh, and I, at this after party, we tried to make the host cook us um, risotto, but he didn't, so. I don't know um, what that is. It's like a, like, Italian, I don't know. I don't really know either. He just kept talking about how he was, like, a chef, and I was like, okay, well, if you're a chef, prove it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's three in the morning and I'm fucking hungry, like, cook us some fucking food. <laughs> and we kept drinking, drinking, like, Crown all night, because it's all he had. Like, he was, like, one of those gays who, like, just, like, like, wasn't necessarily, like, rich, but, like, acted rich. Tea. Like, I think rich people don't need to, like, walk around the room being like, I'm rich. But he very much was like, look at my Hermes belt. Look at my crown, like, alcohol. I can, I'm a professional chef. I can cook risotto. And we're all like, okay, like, you need to relax. This is such <laughs> Siske energy. <laughs> much <laughs> Siske energy. <laughs> I, um... Okay, so not to get, like, very political. I mean, obviously, being political is very important. But um, the situation in the States yesterday, but, like, those tweets about, like, thinking that guy is hot. Oh, I'm literally embarrassed to be gay. Like, I'm homophobic. Like, so, I so literally that... saw those tweets, and I'm like, I'm homophobic. Like, I didn't see any tweets from anyone I followed, thank fucking God. Um, but I, because then I wouldn't be following them anymore. <laughs> It'd be unfollowed. Oh, it would be over. And then it was like, I saw this uh, other queer people tweeting, like, gay men are really the weakest link. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so true. It's really true. <laughs> I thought about all the times in my life where I've been like, oh, I hate that guy, but I'll still sleep with him. Like, <laughs> like so many. No, like, but like <laughs> men being the enemy, but also being in love with them. Like, that is. Like, the, the weakest link. Yeah. That's weakest link energy for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> Okay, so the name, we got it. Um, listeners as well, uh, if you have an exciting made-up story for how Denim Pussy found their name, her name, his name, um, well, that leads to the next topic. Look at that. 
Um, the way the way that my transitions are just <laughs> so unplanned, but so good. Um, <laughs> my manic mind today. The way that the announcement came up before I even finished my first coffee was actually rude. Like, oh, I was in the shower and I came out of the shower to like four DMs of people being like, you better apply. And I didn't even open it. And I was like peeing my pants. Like my instinct was to pee. Oh, my instinct was to vomit. So we're kind of like the same. <laughs> um, it was like me calling my group chat of like ugly Tash and steak and then ugly immediately going, I'm going back to bed. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like screaming. You know the manic um, energy in my apartment right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, you live with a drag queen. Yes. Not that. Not that. <laughs> Too and much like drag. our other roommate is just like, I'm going to like move out now. Is your other roommate um at Artsy Busy? No, that's my best friend. My other roommate is um, Pythia's boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. So Pythia said, <laughs> I live with my best friend and my boyfriend. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I, was, I like love artsy, bussy, bussy. Bussy! The way that I am, I'm the weakest link. I am the weakest link. Let's be real. I'm the weakest link. I always really love bussy and I literally cannot... Um, uh, what a mess. So many people do, though. People will, like, come up to me and be like, oh, your best friend's with Artsy Bussy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Gay man, the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> the weakest link. Anyway, their makeup looks are iconic, and I'm impressed with them. So that's just sad on that. <laughs> um, Artsy Bussy, I'm so sorry I called you Artsy Bussy. I truly am the weakest link. I will take myself out with the trash. Do not worry. <laughs> um... So, okay, getting to the next topic, we have Ms. Pronouns. Um, what are your preferred pronouns in out of drag all around in your life, your lifestyle? For me, like, I, I really like to separate my character and persona, like, from myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm a lot more comfortable with people using, like, she, her pronouns for me in drag and he mm-hmm. him pronouns for me out of drag mm-hmm. I'm really uncomfortable with like people using they them pronouns for me in drag because it feels like it's like creating this blur between like my identity and my persona mm. so I don't know that's kind of how I like draw the line between the two yeah um, and like yeah like it's just a character to me and like my character is like a femme persona so i use she her a femme clown slut um yeah literally (laughs) very that um love that okay work 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 um yeah i was like reading a bunch of like um because obviously we all know like gomic on on the season of drag race the first ever trans man to be on rupaul's drag race which is amazing and iconic um but i was like curious because like obviously like the thing with Drag Race is, like, it's such a mainstream audience, and some of it is, like, not gay, and some of it also is, like, very young. Mm-hmm. So I was really curious to see how people would, like, interact with um, Gottmik. And, yeah. like, I constantly see, like, like people, like, stumbling over pronouns and, like, just, like, not knowing if they can use, like, she, her when, like, Gottmik's in, when referring to Gottmik's drag, and it's, like, all those things. And it's just, like, a very interesting conversation, and pronouns are, like, 
I mean, I think it's just increasingly important to treat people with respect. And, like, I think just pronouns are very much like that, like, respect. Yeah, I think it's, like, brought up a really important conversation to have. Like, Gottmik specifically, I don't think, really cares what people use. And I think kind of feels the same way as I do Mm -hmm. about her pronouns in drag and out of drag. Um, But obviously not everyone feels that way. And it's, like, something that isn't talked about enough within the drag community for sure. Like, the way I've been introduced on stage numerous times has like made me super uncomfortable or like left me feeling like really unsafe yeah I feel like I've really had a space to like talk about these things until it was like a little bit more mainstream or like yeah that's like I I think like also like for like queens kings drag performers anyone who like has a mic I think if you're my one thing is if you're making jokes with someone's genitals, you're not that funny. <laughs> no. Like, you're just not funny. Like, you I don't know how to put you. Like, I just, like, don't understand. Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> if you have to resort to, like, transphobia or, like, racism or anything bigoted to be funny, like, you're not funny. You're not funny. And that's just very bad. And I just think it's, it's very much, like, I don't know. I feel like whenever, like, you... I've, like, been lucky enough to, like, host a show in my life. And I feel like my one thing was always, like, I want anyone that was working with me to feel, like, most comfortable, like, the most supported. Because it's, like, your brand. It's your reputation. It's, like, you don't want them to walk away being, like, that was so uncomfortable. I hated every experience I had with that person. Like, I'll never work with them again. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, like, I just, like, I don't know. I think more and more also because of RuPaul's Drag Race, like, drag is becoming something that's very, like, not like counterculture anymore which is like a good and a bad thing for different reasons but i think the one of the good things about it is that with mainstream culture comes a bigger accountability yeah like because we're in the spotlight and like there is like all these attention on us and like there's like the followers there's like the quote-unquote fame there's being gamers um mm-hmm. or just being a leader in your own community like it comes with the ability that like you should be held accountable at a higher standard yeah, absolutely. If you have a or, platform of like, if you can sort, own a human hair wig, you should be a responsible person. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and if you don't own a human hair wig, you should still be a responsible person. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very that. Sorry, I cut you off. I just don't had a be joke. Trash. That that part. <laughs> don't be trash. <laughs> don't be trash. And game in the week flank. That is what you've learned here today. <laughs> On the educational channel of Work Diva. Mr. Harris is in the building. <laughs> um, okay, so we need to address the elephant in the room. Oh, I guess I should say my pronouns first before we move on from the topic, just so you know. Um, she, her, in drag, he, him, out of drag, but mostly I don't um, really find anything offensive or... No one's ever really called me they, them, and I don't know if I would feel good or not about it, but... Yeah. Honestly, people who know me as a drag queen and refer to me as, like, she sometimes out of drag, too. It's, like, I understand it as, like, gay language. Like, I don't usually take offense to it unless I know you're intentionally, like, trying to call me a woman. And then I will be very angry. Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, Yeah, very. I felt, okay, so um, weird story, but, like, um just pops in my head I was this is like I think when I had like 
probably a year after I came out to my mom. Um, and I was still dating my first boyfriend, who was, like, how I kind of came up to my mom with. I remember I was being, I was home from university, and I was, like, in the car with her, and I was, like, being, like, do you have black nail polish? And she was, like, um... Also, uh, side story of this, uh, I played to my nails once as a kid, and my parents, like, aggressively were, like, like, spanking me and, like, rubbing it off my hands. And, like, I have very few memories of a kid, but this is, like, one of them that I'll, like, never forget because um, uh, trauma. Um, but uh, they've, like, definitely come a long way. But um, I was, like, asking my mom for black nail polish because I wanted to paint my nails. I don't even remember what for. I think just for fun. And I was, like, oh, damn, like, your girl needs black nail polish. And she's, like, are you trans now? And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom, like, you need to relax. Like, don't care on yourself here. Like, <laughs> get out of the suburbs, like, for just a minute. How did your parents react to um, you doing drag? Ooh, um, so I guess I started drag in, like, a really unconventional way. I, like, entered a competition when I was drunk, and I did it with my rugby team. So it kind of had this, like, underlying... <laughs> energy of like masculinity um and I feel like for my parents specifically my mom it was very much like oh yeah have fun like she knows I think I think my parents most importantly when I was growing up learned that to tell me not to do something was just never gonna happen yeah um so I think when I entered the competition my mom was very much like okay work like I know that you like to compete I know this is kind of who you are like have a good time um, but she was, like, with me, like, don't spend too much money on it, like, it's, like, just something you're doing for competition, and then I kind of made it farther the competition, I think she started to, like, kind of, like, realize that it was, like, important to me, and when the finale for the competition came, she, like, said she was gonna come, and, like, never did, um, so I was kind of a little butthurt by that, but then she turned around and kind of came to my first, I had, I, I got like a, a sh- like a one woman show at a bar, like probably three months after the competition ended. And she came to that, um, which I think was like the support. And then like also for my birthday that year, she gave me a bag of like real woman makeup, but like it was cute. <laughs> so I think now she's great. My dad um, doesn't really talk about it a lot, but I think that my dad, and I don't necessarily have a closer relationship. I think that, like, he trusts me because, like, I think we kind of, like, there's, like, a very big period in my teens where we, like, weren't really close, and we kind of, like, reconnected as an adult. So for my dad, we have this, like, massive jump from me being a kid to an adult. I think he treats me like an adult. Okay. So he, like, knows that, like, I make good decisions, I guess. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, what what did your parents think? Um... I kind of, like, the way that I started doing drag was, like, more through my art practice than performance, I guess. Um, I was going to school in New Brunswick, and Mm -hmm. I just kind of started, like, making video art in drag. And I don't know. I've always had, like, a really, like, eccentric style and, like, played with makeup despite being trans so like my mom already knew mm-hmm. that I played with makeup and like clothes and whatever so yeah I don't know she wasn't that phased by it 
Um, I grew up like being a professional dancer, and oh, I've she's always, a professional. Like, <laughs> but I've always been like a performer. So mm-hmm. honestly, it just like made her excited. Like she loves watching me perform. So yeah, we Love lived that. like far away from each other. Like when I started doing drag, we still do, but. Um, once I moved to Montreal, she came and watched, like, the finale of my um, drag competition that I was in here. Mm-hmm. And my nana came with her. And it was really cute. <laughs> Aww. My nana's, like, my biggest fan. Like, she always talks about my drag and, like, wants to see my looks. It's so cute. Oh, and you're, like, <laughs> this, like, clown and, like, this, like, mask, like, painted, like, pink in, like, a thong. <laughs> And your man's like, oh, gorgeous. <laughs> she literally is. Like, she's obsessed with it. When I came uh, out to my Nana, she was like, oh, okay, straight people don't exist. And I was like, what the fuck? You're like 70 years old. <laughs> You're like, why are you the coolest person ever in my life? Woke queen. We stand. <laughs> she probably has like that and pussy tattooed on her body somewhere. Literally. <laughs> but she'll never tell you where. <laughs> I'm screaming. I love that. I feel like, yeah, my mom has, like, this, like, best friend who, my mom has this best friend, and we've, like, they're, like, our closest family friends, and, like, I have a brother, and, like, basically, like, this family friend's family has, like, kids the same age as me and my brother. So it was kind of, like, we, like, I feel like because my, my family friend, her name's Alyssa, she, like, lives in this family she like kind of like is like a very big advocate for me I guess like I like used to be like a lot as a kid (laughs) I think like (laughs) Alyssa's like seen me like like evolve and like come out of my shell and like be like who I am and like proud of it and like I think like when I was a kid I was like a super like introvert and I like just wanted to be in my room alone with my dolls the whole time um and I was probably like like that until like high school and then I like came out and I was like a bitch like I'm probably still on a bitch, but, like, I was, like, <laughs> just, like, mean for no reason, I guess. Uh, and now I feel like I'm, like, more comfortable in myself. And I don't have to, like, I guess, like, perform for people, like, on a day-to-day basis. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when I came out as gay, and, like, maybe you could relate to this, maybe you can't, but, like, I feel like when I came out as gay, I had to, like, perform what a gay person was in these people's minds, which at the time, which was not long ago, I'm not saying I'm old, I'm just saying, like, gay people in the media queer people in like in mainstream television has changed a lot <laughs> in the last yeah. couple of years um and at the time it was just, like the bitchy best friend who likes to do shopping yeah so like that was very mean <laughs> i can actually relate to that a lot i think like as a trans person there's like even more pressure for me to like perform sure. a certain way and i feel like i don't fit a lot of those stereotypes and I don't know yeah I feel like I've had to like suppress a lot of my identity like in the beginning of my transition and now I've started to be like more okay with like expressing myself in like a more feminine way sometimes Mm -hmm. which I never would have done before but yeah no for sure yeah I I feel like being trans is like coming out twice sounds like a literal nightmare <laughs> oh i've came out like five times like <laughs> so many <laughs> not for like, me it's a nightmare <laughs> could not be for me diva could not that. 
I did the whole thing though when I was like younger, where I like came out as bi. But then I, I don't, I don't think I ever like re came out as gay. I just like was gay. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really come out as gay. I was just like, I came out as bi. I came out as non-binary, and then I came out as transmasculine, and then everyone just kind of like assumed I was gay after, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, perfect. Thank you all so much for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk. Uh, I am Jenna Pussy, and I am gay. Um, I'm screaming. Okay. Elephant in the room. Obviously, today, this, uh, this podcast will be out probably on like Friday. So, like, obviously, a couple days ago, <laughs> Canada's Drag Race Season 2 was announced. The gag. Yep. The gaggery. The gaggery of the, the moment. Goop. I just, I want to say hats off to the people who, you know, put that social media thing together. They didn't even let you breathe, honey. They said, we're not even going to tell you the season's greenlit. We're just going to tell you auditions are open. Literally. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> like, oh, um, so Kansas City Season 2 has been greenlit. We're filming it this year. Um, and uh, the auditions are open, so apply now. And the you're like, oh. French. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no go. Uh, the French Crave, like, accidentally released it last night. Oh, I so saw. I but it didn't really, like... I mean, obviously, there was a lot bigger things going off last night. But I saw it last night, too. Yeah. And I kind of was like, oh, they probably made a mistake. It'll probably come out in, like, a week or so. Me, too. I was like, oh, it'll come out in, like, a week. And, like, they fucked up. Because they fucked up. Do you remember? Oh, when... I do remember. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> yeah, your name's Zen Pussy, okay. for sure. <laughs> But yeah, when they accidentally put like the lip sync, that's bad. In the trailer, <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so bad. They took it down, but oh, so bad. Yeah. Um. Oh wow, the world, the world. Um. Yeah, I thought that person got fired, but I guess not. <laughs> I'm gonna assume it, in, in my fantasy, it's the same person. Probably. In my in my fantasy, it's like like the imposter in the game like someone in <laughs> in the system is like trying to like you know give us some inside tea like plot twists are just doing it on purpose <laughs> plot twist um <laughs> yeah i don't even know what the plot twist would be plot twist the person got fired to a different person and they just like are a mess like who knows <laughs> um i live okay so the announcement comes out what okay i feel like drag race because obviously drag race and drag are very different things Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Drag Race has made this like massive push to be like not massive. Let's not give them that much credit. They made a push. <laughs> they made a step <laughs> to try to be more inclusive and try to like, I guess like push the doors open a little bit more. I mean, I saw the interview with RuPaul and I kind of thought it was bullshit where he was like, um, the kids, you know, I I do keep up with the kids and like the kids want this and I'm like, diva, the kids want trans women, but go off. Literally, um, <laughs> like. I mean, there's been trans women on the show, but the kid, the kids want a trans woman who like has been like who can openly be herself on the show, yeah. Yeah, and like look the way she does with like whatever body gender affirming surgery she decides to get, like, mm-hmm. like not because you say that like one's too much or one's too many or like whatever, like, um, it's very that. So, what would you like to see like Canada's Drag Race season two do in terms of like? pushing this fu- this narrative farther and, like, maybe taking it, I think, taking it a lot farther than RuPaul's Drag Race did. Honestly, I feel like they will. Mm-hmm. But just being, like, open and inclusive, like, 
accepting trans queens, like trans men, trans women, cis women, like. Yeah, I'd love to see like half or more of a cast of people of color. Oh yeah, of course. Big Brother Canada did this. Was um, do you watch Big Brother Canada? Do you watch Big Brother? No, I've never watched it. But okay. now that Rita's on it, I'm gonna try and watch the French version. Do you even speak French? No, not really. <laughs> Gorgeous. You're gonna watch the show and go, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Yeah. You're gonna be like, get him, Rita. <laughs> like, win that design challenge again, Diva. <laughs> She'd be like, fully like cooking meals. Um, you're like, win that cooking challenge, Diva. Like, go for it. <laughs> um, I feel like. So Big Brother is like basically just like so you know, you know like the premise of it, right? Yeah. No. Kind of. Yeah. You basically put people in a house and you see what happens. Um, yeah. But I think Big Brother is an interesting reality television show because it also like like scenes in the real world play out in the show, like racism, yeah. homophobia, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Big Brother season eight, the one that got stopped because of the pandemic. Um, I had this like whole Big Brother Canada binge during the first lockdown because obviously I was bored and depressed. Um, and it was great. Loved it. Um, and there was this, the, the season eight, which is the one that got canceled because of COVID, there was this, like, kind of this, like, fight that broke out between a person of color and, a, like, this white guy. And they, they booted the person of color for starting the fight. But it was very obvious that that's not actually what happened. Mm. And like, so then they had to boot the white guy. But it kind of became the season that, like, they were just, like, kicking out people left, right, and center. And it's, like, Diva, like, there was... Like, the episode had, like, I think it was, like, 10 episodes like that, and there was only one real elimination. Like, everyone was just getting booted out or, like, quitting or, like, who the hell knows. It was a lot. Um, but season nine, um, the one that they're, they casted and they're filming, like, this spring, they made, like, a bunch of, like, public posts being, like, um, we want this season to be, like, the most diverse season possible. We want, like, more than half the cast to be people of color because it's true that these people have a disadvantage in this game because, like, people are just going to gang up on them because that's just, like, their racial bias is showing. And that's, yeah, like, quite. work. So, very excited for Big Brother Canada Season 9. See what happens with that. Arissa Cox mm-hmm. hosts it, and she's literally a goddess. So, love that for her. Love that life for her. Um, <laughs> But yeah, season two, Canada's Red Race, super excited. Um, I also just think that, like, Canadian drag is, like, kind of fun. Oh, it is. It's, it's so hot. different. Yeah. It's so different. And I think it's very much, like, I think Brooke said on the first season, like, we don't have a pageant culture, which is true. Um, but we have, like, a competition culture. Yeah. Like, a more, like, you have to, like, hustle for your gigs. And, like, there's, like, these mm-hmm. bar competitions that you could do. And, like, it's not pageantry, but it's more, like, performance-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, to kind of establish yourself, you kind of have to be a part of competitions in Canada. Yeah, it's just, like, a great way to get your name out. Also, like, to push your own self mm-hmm. and your, like, uh, your creative ability. Who would you like to see on season two besides, obviously, yourself and, obviously, me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, I didn't want to see you at all. Um, who are you guys? <laughs> What are people um, that you, like, would love to see? There's, like, so many people that I would love to see. I would love to see Pythia. Um, who's that? I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know her, actually. <laughs> like, who's that girl? <laughs> um, 
honestly, like, ugly, say, mm-hmm. like, all of the divas. All of the dolls. Uh, <laughs> I have some friends in, like, Alberta that I would really like to see. And, like, I really hope that they have, like, Maritimes Queens this year. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of, like, Irma God. Is that her name? Irma? Yeah. I know her. Um, well, I know of her. There's, like, only two queens that I know. There's a couple. I know um, Vanity Station, because we have the same name. Um, and I know Zara Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in St. John's, I know... Well, there's a, a Toronto queen that moved to St. John's, back to St. John's, Barbara Bardot. Um, and she's been, like, turning the party over there. Um, there is... Ooh, okay, this young queen from St. John's. Her name is Miss Avery. I don't know her. She, like, I... Like, kid you not, like, like very, very new. But, like, I just have been, like, kind of loving what she's been turning out. I, like, saw her on, like, someone's story once, and I was like, oh, this girl looks kind of fun. And, like, I clicked her profile, <laughs> and it was very much, like, 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 four pictures of her in drag, and I'm like, oh, like, this is, like, really new. <laughs> but I'm like, Excuse oh, me. I kind of, like, love it. Like, <laughs> work. Ooh, another one from the Maritimes is Rose Beef. Yeah. She's, like, I've got, like, really kooky, kooky, fun comedy. <laughs> Watch her next and go, like, I'm not a comedy queen. I'm actually a queen. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, oops. <laughs> um, um, love that, love that. Um, I, yeah, super excited for this process. Um, also, like, thank you so much, Candace Drag Race. I've been so bored. I really need something to talk about with my friends. Um, yeah, for real. So Honestly, for- no. Me and Pythia have been talking about it, like, nonstop for, like, a year so. <laughs> well, now it's finally reality. <laughs> so now you can talk about it even more. <laughs> uh, love it. What? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Speaking of drag race, wow, my transitions, iconic. Um, <laughs> this will be announced later today so we can say it because this will be like Friday. Um, the doll. Ooh, okay, wait, wait. We have like a, a, a group name now. I know, I heard. Okay, okay. What do you think of that? Before you say it, what do you think of it? It's really cute. I feel like it's, we, like, honestly have such a hard time figuring it out, but I just feel like it's so on brand. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Even when we were doing the photo um, shoot for this new project, we were, like, fighting. Yeah, no, Tash was telling me about it. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I laugh every single time because I just think about it and I go, oh, my God, we literally fight all the time. <laughs> um, so the, do- the the dolls, your favorite dolls, everyone, um, Tash, Ugly, Sweet, and I are now called the the fight, the fight, wait, fight club? <laughs> I'm not, not fight You club. can't even remember. <laughs> just, just fight club. Um, and we are hosting a Drag Race UK viewing party every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash speakeasy tattoo. Um, and super, 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 super excited for the premiere episode where we are doing a little fundraiser for our good friend Miles's top surgery. Cue applause track. Cue applause track. Woo! I'm not Miles actually putting. I love Miles. Miles is amazing. <laughs> and the real gag of the surprise is, I'm not sure if we're actually releasing this, but like, let's just say it on my podcast. It'll be like an exclusive like work diva. You know what I mean? 
I'm pretty sure Tash uh, Snake and Ivy don't listen to my podcast anyways. So, <laughs> fuck them. Um, we are throwing a little secret after party after the first premiere, the premiere episode of Dragon's Who Camera Viewing Party. And we will doing some performances. We have some DJ sets. It's all going to benefit Miles. Um, and we have a special performance by Miss Denim Pussy. Party. Two applause track. Two applause track. <laughs> Watch me get a message on Friday from one of them being like, I actually do listen to your podcast, you bitch, and <laughs> you should have that. <laughs> I would be like, I don't care. You're fired. Uh, they would fire me. Um, <laughs> I'm screaming. Um, okay, I feel like there's just one more thing that I need to talk about, Denim, and it's when are we getting married? Whenever you buy me a pretty ring. Buy you a pretty ring? Mm-hmm. Denim, you're the top. You have to buy me one. Not that. <laughs> I deserve a pretty ring. It's the pause care. for me. It was the pause care. for me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed. Oh, I love it. Every time I ask Ben when we're getting married, he goes, um, babe, like I've hidden the ring around the apartment. It's not my fault that you don't go looking for it. And I'm like, you're a fucking dick. <laughs> um, anyway, everyone, me and Denim are getting married uh, October 2021. Um, on the premiere date of season My two. birthday. Are you Scorpio? No. Libra? I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. <laughs> well, everyone, you can find Denim Pussy on Instagram at... Denim Pussy, but with three S's. That's the kind of In doll she pussy. is. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at the same thing you can find her on OnlyFans at kidding we're working on that hot (laughs) (laughs) honestly if Jason opened up by March I think every every dragon is going to be like subscribe to my OnlyFans (laughs) and I'd be like true warranted warranted thank you so much for joining me Denim Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. I love you. I love you too. I, to I hope we get to, to meet in person someday. Oh, for real. Yes, I can't wait for this needle in my arm and then we can make out. <laughs> for real. So hot. Okay. <laughs> See you later, Diva. I love you. Bye. I love you too.